So for those of you that don't follow me on other social media platforms outside of maybe Instagram, you should definitely be following me there. TikTok, it's really fun. You got to follow me there too. YouTube, yeah, you can subscribe over there as well. Um, Maybe you just listen to the podcast and that's cool too. And I appreciate you so much, but I also hang out on Facebook, of course, my group. Yes. Join that as well. Clubhouse. If you might not have ever heard of Clubhouse, it's a social audio app where people can go and just talk. There's no feeds. It's just real time. It's real life. It's it's speaking. It's an awesome opportunity if you want to be a speaker for you to practice and hone in on your craft. But it's something that I've done over the course of the last two years since it came out during the COVID era, and it skyrocketed so many awesome relationships that even catapulted my opportunity to host Grow Your Business for God's Sake conference. And so many cool things have transpired just by saying yes to a platform that I didn't have any idea how to use. But I said, open it up one day and I'm like, okay, God, do your thing. Have your way. I say yes to your will and it's been beautiful. So this specific episode is pulled from the social audio app Clubhouse when I'm sharing in that space and and dropping gems, if you will, is something that they say. And I'm moderating on that space as well. It's basically like I just have the mic on a platform with a bunch of people listening. It's a live podcast, to be honest. I'm processing this as I'm saying it out loud. Regardless, it's really cool. You're going to get the goods here since you might not hang out with me there, but I am live 8 a.m. on Wednesdays and 11.30 a.m. on Wednesdays on something called Breakfast with Champions. You can also find us on Instagram if you want to find out more about it and join us on the social audio app and in the rooms all over. There's lots going on in that space. I pray it blesses you. In fact, I know that it will, but I still want to pray because it's his will, not mine, his voice, not mine. So get the nuggets that you need and activate friends. Be fit in faith. That's what we're here for. Founders, innovators, and trailblazers in their faith who are saying yes as marketplace ministers. All right, enjoy. Listen up. For such a time as this, we must grow our faith and business muscles. The self-help industry is trying to own spirituality and well-being. The entrepreneurial space is becoming flooded with business pursuits focused on success instead of sustenance. But the only one who can make us fully whole, fully free, and fully alive is Jesus. So I'm ecstatic you walked into this hypothetical gym today. I'm your trainer, Tamara Andress, also coined an entrepreneurial rabbi, teaching the pursuits of God, which unveil our purpose and ultimately unleash our desired provision. This FIT acronym is for founders, innovators, and trailblazers. Here, marketplace ministers conversate and educate to build others from the inside out while also sharing their testimonies of endurance. So while it's not a fitness podcast, I do surely care about your mental, physical, emotional, relational, financial, and spiritual health. You're going to hear all about it. If you're passionate about your becoming journey, leading others to greatness, and living a life of abundance and joy, then you're well on your way to being fit in faith. Let's hydrate. Hello, I could not wait to get in here and talk to you about the seven benefits that your business would experience if you experienced revival. That's right, it doesn't have to be a collective until in fact it is, and I am excited because of everything happening in Asbury. I mean, my mind is blown, my spirit is lifted, I have been so um, just emphasizing what's transpiring and the fact that I didn't have to be in Asbury to be in that state of posture of worship or to receive a message from the, from the Lord, to be a part of 
his radiance coming to earth. And now, mind you, do I want to be in 24 hours a day, seven days a week worship? Yes. And ironically, I had been a part of the Burn 24-7 worship school, which allowed me to to really understand what that looks like and to understand worship on a whole new level. And so worshiping with your life is also worshiping with your words. It's worshiping with um, your song and your dance. And you probably have seen me dancing on social media lately just feel really led to to do it more as my state of worship and I love it so much and so why though it doesn't look like what the church is doing per se I know that that dance has been a part of of my call for a very long time and what a way to honor the Lord and glorify him not here to talk about dance I'm here to talk about your business and revival and the fact that even when I was in Costa Rica on a retreat last week holy cow, we are experiencing revival one by one by one. And revitalization is connected to revival. Repentance is connected to revival, which is changing your ways. And so as a spiritual entrepreneurial coach, as a marketplace minister, I'm going to get into this. And I hope that you're taking notes. I also hope that you're just here to listen and you're here to respond ultimately, because that's a part of revival is the response, not only the response of heaven, but your response thereafter. All right, are you ready? The seven benefits that will occur if you experience revival. First off is increased productivity. A revival can bring a renewed sense of purpose and motivation to not only you as the owner, but employees and partners, which will ultimately lead to productivity and efficiency. Now, that sounds like very measurable numbers, and ultimately they will be measurable, but what if it wasn't? What if it was an eternal productivity? What if it was an eternal efficiency? My question would then be, would it really mean more work or would it mean more being? Would it really mean more work or would it really mean more being associated to productivity? What actually are we, the root word, producing? What are we producing? What's the point of production in your company? What is it serving out? Love that one so much. All right, number two, improved company culture. A revival can lead to a more positive, uplifting company culture, and the employees can be obviously more supportive, encouraging, and engaged thereafter. So company culture is that like that breath. What is it, what does it feel like when someone comes into your space and how do people respond and how are they engaging with one another? Company culture is is the feeling, it's the vibe, it's the energy. Um, it's could be a part of the brand, but it's really more of the spirit. And obviously we know revival is all about spirit. And so in my opinion, I think about the spirit change that the people will have and therefore the connective energy is going to be naturally supportive, naturally encouraging, and surely engaged. Apathy will be gone. Disillusionment will be gone. Confusion, analysis, paralysis will be gone. I hear this all the time in, in business builders is, is I need more clarity. What do you need more clarity on? And are you going to the one who is crystal clear? Are you asking his opinion? Are you journaling his answer? Are you open enough? Are you still enough to see and respond and to hear and write down and then react in, in that place of response because you know that you know that you know that it's going to provide a nourishment for your company? Number three, enhance creativity. A revival can inspire employees to think outside of the box and to come up with innovative ideas that can drive their business forward. So I think of my hands and I think of the hands of the Lord. I think of myself on the potter's wheel. I think of me on the potter's wheel. I think of what that emulation looks like. 
if he designed everything, the birds and the sky, the ocean, the stars, all of those things, how creative could we get in our day-to-day and specifically in our business? If we are being created, and I believe that even though we've been created, we're constantly being um, renewed, right? Be the becoming journey, the righteousness, the holiness journey is that we get to be creative in that process. And there is no condemnation. There is no judgment, though he is a judge. There's no fear associated to what could look different. So if we're on a potter's wheel and we're all going to become vases, vases, you guys know about the Kintsugi project that take place in the Japanese culture with the gold silver lining. And these pieces end up being brilliant, even though they were originally broken. Kintsugi is rad. But I think about that for me and my business. I think about me and my employees. I think about my clients. We don't have to do things in the status quo. I don't have to follow the other business systems that other people are doing. I don't have to have the same message that they have. I don't have to do my social media the way that they do it. And we can exist in the hands of the potter freely, creating businesses, creating missions, having church outside of the box. What could church look like in your company? What could it look like in your place of work? What could it look like in the schools? Oh my gosh, my heart for the babies, the schools. All right, the next one is a greater sense of community. Obviously, if there's a revival taking place and you can see it's what's happening right now, it's not just the campus, it's multiple sites. It's growing. There are people being attracted from all over the world. The world is attending. It can have a greater sense of unity, of camaraderie among your employees, among your clients, and ultimately leading a stronger sense of community is going to have a larger impact to everyone that they're connected to. We want to help millions. We want to have millions of followers. This is like a, a fa- not a facade. It's, it's real. It's absolutely real. But it's a, it be- has become a false idol, in my opinion, associated to influence. Because influence doesn't mean numbers. Um, influence means reach. And influence could be depth of that reach, right? And, and so to change that perspective and understand that if I am reaching some people with such depth and in those communities, those people are then reaching the same, it is going to have an eternal ripple effect. So what if we didn't just use it as a fun slang, slang terminology or phrase, community over competition? What if we actually did operate as one, on one accord as the body of Christ? What if? I love asking what if questions because it probes your creativity like we talked about in number three without inhibition, without limiting beliefs, without storytelling, though immediately we end up storytelling how that wouldn't work. But what if? What if? Number five reason and benefit for experiencing revival and how it will affect your business is the improved relationships overall with anyone that you're coming into contact with, even those in which you're experiencing in your home, in your family, at the grocery store, with your neighbor, with your friends. It's not all about your business relationships. A revival will lead to more face-to-face customer-focused. Customer, let's say it's not customer. Let's just say it's family-focused. But specifically with your family as employees, because now you have an empathetic lens. You're responding to everything out of a state and a heart posture of compassion, which is our father's character. 
real face-to-face interactions. Even in Zoom rooms, we're doing live virtual events right now that are converting at 30, 60, 100K. It's incredible. And the reason is, is one, because we're having real relationships before the virtual event even starts. We're not doing like a come one, come all. We're asking them to be in attention. We're asking them to have their cameras on. Crazy, right? You can actually get in the link over here right now in the description. You can come to our next one. I'll give you a guest pass just for listening so that you can witness it firsthand, but also to know how it works because this is a different model. It's a different model that I believe is out of the heart posture of the father. We have altar calls. We pray. We're talking about God. I am not afraid of my faith when I'm talking about building businesses, becoming a published author, building a podcast, having a globally reached podcast. How is all of that not kingdom oriented? It is. By the power of our testimonies, people will be transformed. So if improved relationships is what it's about and we're having real face-to-face interactions, I think about Moses going on to Mount Sinai and the radiance in which he received. He was in this afterglow. You hear people talking about the afterglow. And he comes down and he has so much of a glow, he has to veil himself from the people. If you had a revival, you will know that you know that you know that you've been with Jesus. People comment a lot about my joy and the colors and all the things that are around me all the time. I, I have been with Jesus, <laughs> let's just say it frankly, and without ego, because I could start crying just thinking about it. And he wants that for you. He wants that for your relationships. He wants to be the center focal point. When you meet face-to-face with someone, he wants to be the face that's between you. That's what your marriage is supposed to be, the cord of three strands, Right? It's not about the imperfections of the person. It's not about what they need from you or what they can get from you. It's not about the employee hierarchy structure that we create in our companies. It's not about even the client to business or business to business or customer to business, whatever your B2B, B2C. We always say H to H, heart to heart, human to human connections. He wants to be at the center. Number six is increased profits. Increased profits will happen if you experience revival. Why? Because your profit, your false idols of money go away. Now, I know money moves mountains. Not really. God moves mountains. But money moves projects. And it helps to expand your business and helps to have in more employees and it helps to reach the nations. I totally understand. I'm right in the midst of it. We're on track for a seven-figure year this year and kind of scares the crap out of me, to be honest. And I just said crap. Yeah, it's not a bad word. It's just a thing. Scares the poop out of me. A revival can potentially lead to increased profitability for the business and for everybody that you're connected to. But this is what you need to know. The riches and the treasures of heaven are already yours. Based on the authority and the power that has been gifted to you, based on your birthright, And so what happens to that profitability that might come in is that your focus is not on that. It's not a false, it's not a gold calf that you've created of, I made the money, look at my fancy car and my clothes. No, you're looking to the profit. You're looking to the P-R-O-P-E-T-H-E-T, the profit. And I actually developed a quiz called the profit identity with intention because I want you to know the profit that's already been deposited inside of you, which is the identity in which you carry and the tools in which you carry associated to said mission, which your mission is my mission. Go and make disciples of nations. It's all the same. Don't be searching for your calling. Don't be searching for your purpose. Read the Bible. 
Get in the word. Understand that it's the same. We've like twisted this thing to make it again unclear. It's not the case. There is clarity in the kingdom. Thank you, Jesus. What will you profit when you're with Jesus? Eternity? Fruit. Fruit is the profit. Fruit, wealth, goodness, kindness, joy, love, peace that transcends all understanding, patience, come on. Goodness. Don't you just want to feel good? Mind, body, and spirit. Don't you just want to look at your bank account and there is money in there without having to worry day in and day out? That's profitability. That's riches. That's the understanding that when you operate out of your identity, out of that sonship, it's yours. It's yours. It actually comes to you. People just come to you. You don't even need a marketing strategy other than the radiance in which you're showing and sharecasing and the testifying that you're doing on behalf of the glory, on behalf of our Father. Man, this is good. This all came to me this morning when I was prepping for something totally different. And I was in the book of Revelations, which I'm going to do a whole nother one on this. So make sure you subscribe and to the channel and follow and share it out. I so appreciate you for doing that. If you don't already follow our YouTube channel, follow our YouTube channel. It's amazing what has transpired just in the past couple of weeks. We are now able to monetize, look at profitability, just based on doing what God has called me to do and stop looking at it from a place of striving. Revival is not a striving. The church at Asbury, the university at Asbury, they did not strive for the Lord to come visit them. They did it out of a place of open spirit, of an open call, of an open heaven that is already theirs that they know that they know that they know. They did it out of a place of repentance. I go back to that word. The religious don't like this. Or the, the religious, you've blocked religion, religiosity, you've blocked religion because of repentance. I'm not, I am not the one correcting you. I'm not even going to call anybody out. We said this yesterday with Dane Camilla with Lit With Prayer. He's incredible. If you don't follow his YouTube channel, do that too. He's got millions of followers on all of his platforms. But he talked about this, calling people up instead of calling people out. I'm calling you up into a profitability you can't ask, hope, or imagine. I'm calling you up into being in the hands of the potter. I'm calling you up into operating as one accord and not in a community um, or a competition over community concept. I'm calling you up to have real face-to-face -face interactions, and that doesn't have to be with a plethora of people. It could be with the one. What if the one is you're training up an Abraham, you're training up a David, you're training up a Moses, you're training up a Joshua, you're training up a Joseph. We think one is few, but what about you? What if God looked to you and said, uh, I need more people in this room in order for me to do that miracle? You, you have one phone number. God knows it. It's your thumbprint, it's your eyes, the hairs on your head. It's your prophet identity. It's who you are. He's got you on speed dial. Even in this exact YouTube, in this message, in this moment, he's calling you up and not out. And ultimately, your correction, the way in which you live your life, the community, the productivity, the culture, the creativity, the all of these things, the relationships are going to be so much more rich after revival. After revival, not before revival. 
And the last one, the number seven, because it's a number of completion that I want to share on the benefit that your business can experience because of you experiencing revival is the positive impact on the greater society. A revival can inspire a business to become more socially responsible, giving back to the community and making a positive impact on a society as a whole that needs you, that is starved, that is impoverished, that is being hated, that is being thrown stones at, that is being abused and abandoned. The whole earth is going to shake. The whole earth, every system underneath that is not of God is going to break. Will you be there standing still in awe and reverence of the Lord to, to go and take these places without hesitation to say, I got the education system. I can do this. I'll go in and run for mayor if that's what you need me to do in my city. If God's prompting your spirit into a specific arena right now, the arts, media, entertainment, and you're like, God, the chosen did it, but I can't do it. Come on, people. You're being evoked. You're being summoned. Revival is taking place right now in Jesus' name so that we can shake the whole earth, that we will be marked by our moments of radiance with him. And when he comes back, because he is coming back, when he comes back, whatever that time may be, you are covered. And all of these things that you want so desperately in the desires of your heart because you're focused on the desires of his heart and therefore it will be done, is already done by our Father in heaven. You don't have to work for anymore. Now, does that mean I don't wake up before the sun and, and operate as a Proverbs 31 woman with multiple streams of revenue and saying yes to what God has given me and allowing my hands to do some work? Yeah, for sure. But in the midst of that, my heart posture is worship. In the midst of that, I've got the sound of heaven ringing in my ears. And therefore, when I speak, when I teach, when I show up in places like this, that's what I'm focused on. God, let your voice be heard. Let your sound be heard. Let your word be heard. May it pierce sharper than any two-edged sword, the sword of the spirit, God, out of correction, out of truth, out of compassion, the whole earth is going to experience revival. And I want you and your business to be a part of it. Sounds impossible, doesn't it? Sounds impossible for us to do all of these things. But what if your entire business was built on these truths? I don't have my Bible next to me there. I can see them in the corner of my eyes, but I don't want to get up. The truth, the business plan, it's laid out before you. And it is important to note that supernatural revival will have positive effects on your business, on the things of the natural world. But at the end of the day, it still only matters that God gets the glory and that we're seeking him first. Seek ye first the kingdom of heaven, which is here on earth as it is in heaven, the Lord's prayer. It's not something we're waiting to get to. I'm not waiting for Jesus to come back. I've had an encounter with the Lord. I've seen him face to face. I see him in the midst of this Asbury revival. He's here, y'all. Holy Spirit is present. And therefore, out of the Holy Spirit operating in you and through you, his will will be done if you release your control, if you yield to him. I'm not asking you to give everything up. 
I'm asking you to give everything to him and see how he molds it and makes it, turns it beautiful like that Kintsugi project and gives it right back to you and says, look at the treasure that you are. Because of the pressure, it's the diamond, right? The diamond in the rough was only made just like the pearl. God, he gives us so many beautiful examples in nature all around us. And we're so fixated on our problems that we can't see past our own nose. And therefore we cannot activate. Imposter syndrome? Why are you comparing yourself to another diamond? That doesn't make sense. They're all beautiful. They're all radiant. We're sitting in our comfort zones. We're creating these excuses and these stories and these limiting beliefs. And we sometimes blame it on the enemy because we're really good at doing that in the religious world and the Christianese. Not today, Satan, we say. God's just like, focus on me. Focus on me. Stop all that nonsense. Stop letting your mind wander. Repent. Turn your eyes, turn your ears, turn your voice, your heart to me. I don't prepare these things. The Lord prepares them. I just say yes when it's time. So lights, camera, action. Let's go. Your stage, your platform is ready for you. He sees you already as center stage. Do you see yourself as such? Remember, revival is not about you. It's not about how you worship, where you worship, when you worship. It's about him. He gets the glory. I love you guys. Hope you have an amazing day and be sure to share this out to someone else that you think it would benefit. I hope it does. All the earth. Let's go. Hey y'all, it's me again. Before you go, let's solidify the flame that was ignited within you today by sharing the spark with your own community. Whether it's mentally, physically, emotionally, relationally, or spiritually, I would love for you to take the step right now by declaring your takeaway. Snap a pic of the episode and share it on your stories or posts. And you can tag me and the guest and we will surely feature you on our Instas. Hey, you might even unlock a new accountability buddy in me or them. We're totally in this together and we appreciate the extra step taken. I would be so grateful if you even took the extra step. Come on, give me that extra sauce and leave a review on iTunes for the podcast listening app that is of your choice. I'm going to be featuring your thoughts and facts, and it's going to be so fun in upcoming episodes. So you'll not only hear your name on the show, but maybe even your passion project or whatever big shout out you want me to make. So please, as a fellow writer, leave some words that I can attest to, and I can't wait to read what you have to say. Thanks again for being a loyal listener, and I hope to meet you in person soon at one of the events that we are speaking at or hosting. And I say we because the Fit and Fake team could not do this without you. Until next time, blessings over your joy, health, wealth, and wholeness. This is the Fit and Faith Way. Finding uplifting news in today's headlines is often like searching for a needle in a haystack. At the Story Behind podcast, we believe in the power of finding heartwarming tales and are happy to share empowering stories with you every week. Get inspired by the note a waitress received from a patron dining alone. And even hear about how one VIP passenger made a hardworking pilot get emotional before his flight. To start listening to the Story Behind podcast, visit lifeaudio.com 